the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Back talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Briefing.com, Chief Market Strategist. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. It's nice to be back with you. It's um, good. It's it's good. To, we're starting to get to the point where, you know, the Federal Reserve's talking about September, and look at your calendar, and we're getting closer to September, and interest rates, and finally some action coming down the road. Do you think that's going to be what happens? Um, will there be action? And do you think September might be the magic time for the Fed rate increased hike? Well, uh, you know, yes. I mean, that's been our uh, our outlook for a while here, is that we were projecting September would be the first time we would see a, a rate hike from the Federal Reserve. And, uh, you know, the comments we saw this morning from Fed Governor Powell, who's, um, you know, trying to set the table for a potential, you know, rate hike in September, I think we're going to start hearing more Fed officials really come out and uh, use that communication policy to the best of their ability uh, and try and uh, set things up so there's not a real surprise. But, you know, you're seeing some improving data, obviously. Um, the home sales data of late has been quite encouraging. And, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve is, is obviously very anxious to, uh, to get that uh, Fed funds rate up. And I think it, all signs are going to be pointing to that September period as the first hike. We're still playing with um, near all-time highs. Do you think that shift in interest rate policy, when we do start raising interest rates, do you think that will be the catalyst to say, okay, we need a breather, no more new highs, even if they're teeny tiny, you know, moves that we've had uh, through the first five months of the year, six months of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the catalyst it, is going to the drama is coming? Yeah, well, you know, it, it is interesting. You know in that we are hanging here right at the highs, really, and um, just what you and I are talking about, I think the market has a sense that this rate hike is coming uh, in the very near term here, um, and yet we're still, you know, at these highs. And so, uh, you know, I think that the, the issue really for the market is going to revolve around whether the uh, economic data continues to unfold in a manner that uh, validates what the Fed's actions are. Uh, but doesn't validate it so strongly that the Fed's going to be seen as, you know, behind the curve here. Um, you know, there are some pundits out there who would argue that the Fed is already behind the curve. There are others uh, who think that, you know, it's best that, you know, uh, you let inflation rear its ugly head before you do anything, um, given, you know, what we've come out of here from that uh, great financial crisis and the Great Recession. And so, um, but it will hinge on really, uh, you know, as far as the stock market is concerned, I think um, the p- 
pace at which the Fed is forced to raise the Fed funds rate. Um, you know, it's talked about doing it in a very uh, measured, uh, slow manner, um, and has told us that it's, there's no guarantee you're going to see a rate hike at every subsequent meeting once it finally does raise uh, the Fed funds rate. Um, and so I think the market's getting a little bit more comfortable with the idea that, you know, the Fed funds rate, even after the first hike, is still going to be extraordinarily low, and it can tolerate somewhat higher interest rates, provided you're seeing, you know, encouraging uh, data come out in the economic reports. Is the data that we're getting in the economic reports enough to calm the market fear of higher interest rates, making the cost of money more expensive, making the easy borrowing, easy reinvesting gone? Do you think we'll, you know, the economic data will carry us? It's like, will, will you and I be talking about this time next year? Like, it's been such a great economic data run. Now we're looking for it to cool off. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, if, I mean, that's projecting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of that, you know, I think will come down to, you know, what's going on with with wage growth, Um, you know, because that's the type – if you can get, you know, stronger wage growth uh, that's, that's, you know, leading to a pickup in aggregate demand because, you know, consumers are feeling better about their jobs, feeling better about earning more money, and so they're spending more, and then businesses in turn are starting to invest more because of that consumer confidence, Um, you know, that – that could be, an, you know, an okay factor here, you know, um, where where the market doesn't get too riled up about, um, you know, the data getting, you know, um, uh, too askew here to uh, to really mess things up in terms of the markets thinking about what what's going on with with Fed policy. But you know, that's been the missing ingredient uh, really for the Fed as it relates to its willingness and desire to raise the Fed funds rate. They're looking for signs of progress toward that um, uh, toward their inflation target of two percent and they're they're looking closely obviously at, at wage growth in that regard and how it would contribute to that so um, everything else though seems to be pointing to you know better economic activity and I think we talked about last week how the ingredients are there for a pickup in economic activity as the year unfolds um, seeing that you know you do have Still low energy prices. You still have, you know, rising levels of employment, uh, some modest pickup in wages. Um, uh, Eurozone seems to be getting better, uh, so things are there uh, to to produce some better economic data. But, you know, again, uh, we need to see, uh, or the Fed has told us time and time again, it needs to see data that supports both sides of its dual mandate. Uh, but particularly needs to be confident that we're seeing sustained progress toward their longer run inflation target. In your page one column this morning, you made a very slight mention of Darden Restaurants. Um, I'm speaking with Patrick O'Hare from Briefing.com, Chief Market Strategist. Um, I look at Darden Restaurants as kind of the lower middle class or maybe the upper lower class fast food or quality quick service restaurant. I kind of see that as a good sign that the, the engine of the United States economy is starting to work again and people are working enough that they go, Let's go to Red Lobster. Let's go out for food tonight. Um, am I misreading that? Yeah, I think that there's some some accuracy in that. I, I guess you know I could counter with uh, you know a headline I saw on another website earlier today saying that you know basically 30% of Americans don't have any emergency savings, and so mm-hmm. um, you know what we do is we kind of live for the moment and we go out and we just you know spend uh, yeah, 
know, more money on eating out rather than saving more money. Um, so you could say that there may be some some danger lurking in a uh, um, in a statistic like that. But um, but generally speaking, I, I would agree with your viewpoint that I, I do think it supports um, you know signs of improvement uh, you know in that middle income strata or you know people feeling better about having some job security now even if even if it didn't mean necessarily that you know incomes they were expecting a big pickup in income growth if they feel good that they're not going to lose their job anytime soon you know they get more comfortable about spending what they do bring home um and uh and that shows up oftentimes in some of these uh you know discretionary spending categories like like dining out I saw a headline, or I kind of started piecing this together, and I kind of want to get you out of your mode right now and into a different thought world. The whole Apple caving to Taylor Swift over the weekend, where Taylor Swift writes a letter to Apple saying, you know, shame on you, Apple. You've been such a great, innovative company. How dare you not pay artists for the first three months? And then Apple coming out on Monday saying, you know, you're right. We're going to do exactly what you say. I sat on that story for about 24 hours, and now I just think it's a big piece of PR lie conspiracy that they got together three weeks ago and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to look like bad guys. You're going to come in and you're going to look like a super person. And then we're going to cave to you. Everyone will love you. We'll look like we did the right thing. And maybe I'm just jaded, Pat. I don't know. And you can tell me you're jaded, but I don't look at financial media anymore. I just see that 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 was a huge press release. And now everyone's excited about Apple's release. And I feel like we've been played. Um, And you don't have to comment on that story, but Maybe some of the other stories, like when you turn on CNBC or when you open the newspaper, you're like, that's not right. That's not – I'm just trying to help the, the listeners out there understand. Yeah. Like, at least I'm jaded. I make a living, frankly. <laughs> you know, you see some of these um, stories that come out um, that, that change by the – the headlines anyway, change by the hour based on the action of the market, and you just sit there and you scratch your head. And, you know, one of the things I'm – you know, I see today, which is – baffling to me as to how excited the market is over the prospect of creditors reaching a deal with Greece. Because if you take a step back and you look at what's at the heart of that, you know, Greece is needing to borrow money from its creditors to pay the money it owes already to its creditors. And and yet that seems to be good for, you know, 1%, 2% moves in these major equity markets around the globe. And it's just, it's kind of a, just a really bizarre situation. But um, but these are some crazy times, and uh, you know, and that's kind of a consequence, I think, of uh, you know monetary policies that are so lax uh, that people can rationalize some silly you know things very easily and just you know go on to keep buying stocks on this premise that there is no better alternative right now than than higher yielding stocks. So it's a bit wacky, really. And isn't that the premise of the United States debt? Don't we borrow money to pay off our borrowed money? That's a world of credit. What's, you know, what's at the heart of why the market doesn't react to, you know, so negatively like I'm suggesting you, know, you, know, you would think it might, but um, you know, uh, rational thought doesn't always prevail in capital markets. Thanks very much. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com, always giving us good insights, and I will throw him a slight curveball like that where I was just looking at that. I was thinking – how smart do we really think Taylor Swift is? Did she really just change the music industry? That, that's the, one of the headlines that I saw. And I was like, um, I just got very jaded with that. Just, uh, 
I just saw Apple is, you know, Pandora pays for the free period. Spotify pays for the free period. Of course Apple is going to pay. Um, I don't really believe that story. I mean, it's you got to be careful. Very, 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 very careful. Very careful with financial media. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.